Hey, Jesus fans, welcome to True North Podcast, where we grow closer to God together. This podcast was brought to you by Solid Rock Church in Irving, Texas, and our host, Pastor Ed Snyder. To find out more about this podcast, visit our website at truenorthdfw.org. Now let's join Pastor Snyder in a new direction and a new destination. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of True North Podcast. We want to say welcome to all of our faithful listeners and supporters. Welcome to the True North Nation. Uh, We're so thankful again for Apostolic Review's rating of True North Podcast in the top five for 2021. So here we go. Connections, are they important? Grab a piece of paper or something to make some notes with. Grab a cup of coffee, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Thank you again for joining us. We have been in a whirlwind. Our son, uh, Marcus, just got married to a wonderful young lady. So it is now Reverend and Mrs. Marcus Snyder. And we're so happy to have Katie on board with us as a family. Uh, They just returned from their honeymoon and just had a great time. They had a beautiful wedding. So quite quite happy, quite proud uh, of, of that event. So thank you, and God bless you all for your support. All the text messages and emails and messages on our social media platforms uh, of the congratulations. Thank you, thank you, and a double thank you. So let's get into uh, today's thought, and that is Connections. Uh, are they really important? You know, is it really important that uh, we get connected to people? You know, we're just now, we're coming out of the pandemic. The mask mandates are finally going away. And uh, looks like we're going to get back to some kind of normal. Of course, we've got a war going on right now, and the economy is um, not so good. And, you know, gas prices are uh, up. Unemployment is up. But, you know, God's got it all under control. You know, it's 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 his kingdom. It's his earth. And uh, we're just going to trust in the Lord and we're just going to do everything we can to have revival and to win as many people to the Lord as we can. But let's let's get into our thought. I want to start today with Ephesians chapter four, and we're going to share uh, verses 11 through verse number 19. And he himself gave uh, some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. That's the fivefold ministry. If you've been in church any time at all, I'm sure you've heard a message or two about the fivefold ministry. And what is that fivefold ministry for? It's for the equipping of the saints, for the work of, of ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Verse 15, but speaking truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. Verse 16, 
from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the fertility of their mind, having their understanding darkened by alienated from the life of God because of ignorance that is in them because of the blindness in their heart, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness with greediness. That's what happens when we separate ourselves. I want to read uh, or reread Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 16 from the King James Version that says, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body into the edifying of itself in love. That is some powerful scriptures there, talking about not only the fivefold ministry, but the growth, our growth. How do we grow? Well, one thing the scripture talks about and how we're going to discuss it today is that we are fitly joined together in love, in word. And if we're not together, if we don't have good connections, we're going to be taken over by the lewdness of our flesh, by the desires of our flesh. So let's dive in and let's first talk about the importance of connections. Now, I'm going to share in this first part of our podcast uh, connections from from a psychological point of view. Uh, We're going to dive into a little bit of psychology, not get weird, not get freaky, but just some facts. Now, again, the importance of connections. Human beings are, we are inherently social creatures. We, that's the way we are built. Uh, as far back as we can trace, humans have traveled, hunted, and thrived together in social groups and for good reasons. So you, you've, you've got communities all over the place. And again, as far back as you can trace the human race, I mean, even, well, let's, let's save that for later. That's a thought that, that had to do with the scriptures. But let me, let me just reserve that for a, uh, in a minute or two here. Humans who are separated from their tribe often suffer some severe consequences. Now, I mentioned a moment ago, we're just coming out of this pandemic. Uh, We are, mask mandates are going away. Uh, Things are opening back up. And I'm going to go on record. I went on record at Solid Rock Church just last week, but I want to go on record with our True North Nation. This pandemic, this lockdown did not do us one bit of good. In fact, it really did more damage than good. Um, you know, it it separated us. It it got us. Uh, it it uh, seed bedded fear, if you please. I mean, it's it's just it's disturbing. 
to realize how many people now live under the umbrella of fear, and and especially a spirit-filled uh, Christian should not be living in fear. Cautious and wise, absolutely, but not in fear. And so we have we've got some damage repair to do because number one, uh, being alienated and separated is not biblical. Uh, God intends for us to grow together. So again, going back to the psychology, we as humans who are separated from our tribes, from our groups, from our social uh, friends and all of that, we, we have tendencies to suffer some severe consequences. Social groups provide us an important part of our identity, who we are, what we stand for. And more than that, they teach us a set of skills that help us live our lives. Pastor Haney that I was under for several years uh, always said, "There, uh, no man is an island unto himself. We, we can't dwell alone. We don't have the ability to dwell alone. Although, you know, when stresses get uh, high and people get stuck on stupid, we want to find a, a deserted island somewhere and go sit there. And I, I'm, I'm one of them. There's times I'm like, whoo, I need a break. And I, I just want to go somewhere where it's quiet, out in the middle of nowhere, uh, the phone's off, and just relax. But it only lasts about three or four days, and I'm getting antsy. I got to get back into the game. I got to get back into the, into the flow of things. So again, those social groups help us identify who we are. Uh, as Christians, it helps us identify uh, trends that we need to watch out for and avoid, Okay. Now, here's another point. Feeling socially connected, especially in an increasingly isolated world that we live in right now, is even more important than ever. Coming out of this pandemic, coming out of all this isolation and uh, separation, it is vital that we feel connected. And the benefits of social connectedness, uh, we cannot afford to overlook. So, that's a little bit of the importance of connections, but let's now take another layer down and look into why human connections are important. Why? Why is it? Why? Why do we need to be around people? You know, I I tease my wife and and tell her that uh, we're going to retire on Catalina Island. You know, just a few people out there, and and uh, or or in fact, one time I was in Manila for a, a crusade, and. Um, I told her, I said, we're retiring in Manila. Property is cheap. And you're like, we don't know anybody down there. That's the point. I, I was just joking around. All right, let's, uh, let's look into this. Our, our day-to-day lives are busy, and, and more so now than ever. Uh, we, have, we have more modern conveniences, you know, with the Internet and, and our, our cell phones, smartphones. Uh, you think that we are more connected today because of social media platforms and high-speed uh, grease-lightning Internet and smartphones and laptops and all of these apps and programs that we can leave a note for our coworker or whatever. But we are so separated because of the conveniences of this life. So we spend our days balancing 
uh, between endless meetings, school activities, family responsibilities, church stuff. And on top of that, we try to squeeze in some some exercise and try to remain healthy so that we can go the long haul and finish raising our kids and enjoying some grandkids. So where does that leave us? It, It leaves us with really no time to connect. In a world of more virtual interaction than physical, human connections, again, is now more important than ever. You know, um, used to, we used to call somebody and talk to them, share something with them, all of that. Today, we just shoot them a text. Uh, we used to say, hey, let's go have dinner and uh, let's go to this restaurant. We'd call them and hear their voice. They would hear our voice and we'd tell them, you know, go down this street or this is the address. Now we just shoot, shoot them a, a connection to, a, to the MAP program. Again, you, I think you're starting to see that the virtual interactions are super convenient and super cool, but it, it, it's, it's messing us up. All right. Now, here's some things that I found that's very interesting. The mental health boost from social connections. Uh, These connections offer a number of mental health benefits, such as boosting our mood, reducing our stress, and improving our self-esteem. When we get around some good friends, good friends, Not people that's going to stab us in the back, but good, trusted, solid, long-term friends. Go out and get a good meal together. Let's go have dinner and let's get a cup of coffee afterwards. Well, food uh, is a, especially when you're talking about comfort food, good food brings comfort. And then we relax because we're with solid, trusted friends, and so we, we begin to talk and say, hey, how's things going? What's, how's the kids, et cetera. We start conversation, and that helps us reduce our stress because we're forgetting about what we've got to handle, the stressful situations, the bills that we got to pay, or whatever it is. And then we're complimenting one another. Why? Because the friendship produces a level of love. And so with that level of love, hey, man, I sure appreciate you. We, we hear uh, love and appreciation. We hear compliments, man, you're doing a great job, or boy, your kids are, you know, and, and we laugh. Laughter is, is good for us. It produces a drug-like reaction like morphine. The Bible says that, that the uh, laughter brings joy. And so we've got to understand that these social connections are actually helping us with our mental health. In 2018, a study led by researchers with the American Cancer Society, ACS, they examined data from more than 580,000 people, adults, and found that social isolation can contribute to depression, insomnia, and cognitive decline. Okay, I'm going to let that sink for a second. A study from from American Cancer Society examined the data from 580,000 people, over a half a million adults, and found that when we isolate ourselves, it can contribute to being depressed, we can lose sleep over it, 
and our mind gets foggy. Think about that. Other research suggests that social isolation can increase the chances of death. Are you ready for this? Increase the chances of death by at least 50%. Wow. I, I was a little stunned when I when I saw that. That social isolation can, not saying it will, but can increase the chances of death by 50%. And a lack of human connections was found to be more harmful, this was another amazing one, than even obesity and smoking, social isolation. So, you know, I think we're starting to realize, and I've got some more studies to share with you here before we get into the biblical side of this, but improved improving our quality of life. Let's 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 chat a little bit about that. Loneliness has been shown to impact not only our physical health but our emotional health too. That same study in 2018 that was conducted by the researchers from the ACS American Cancer Society also found that the lack of social connections may be associated with obesity, heart disease and smoking. Another study linked to social isolation, up to 30% increase chance of stroke or heart disease. So think about this, folks. We think that we're getting away from the from the igmos. We think that we, you know, we're going to separate ourselves from people because people can get stuck on stupid, but we're actually doing ourselves harm than good. We're actually causing disease to come into our bodies or the chances of and suffering from a lot of mental health issues. So uh, when we connect with friends, whether that's through a quick phone call or a nature hike or go out to dinner, we can go through a multitude of emotions, either laughing or crying or or venting. You know, we've we've got I've got people in my life that I will call and say, okay, I need to vent. And they're like, let her rip. And I just go off and just vent. I feel better, and they're just listening. I don't expect them to uh, to respond. I don't expect them really to help me figure it out. I just need somebody to listen for a minute and let me get this out. Again, folks, that's a social connection. That's one of those great friends out there that you can trust and not worry about getting um, slaughtered uh, on the on social media because you have uh, exposed your emotions. Now, when we express these emotions, what happens? Our brain releases uh, endorphins the feel-good neurotransmitters responsible for happiness and a good mood. So again, folks, I'm, I think we're starting to see how important connections are, social groups are, uh, interactions, not text messages, not emails, not social media posts or a like on Facebook, but an actual sit-down and see the person, shake the person's hand, hear their voice, see the reactions on their face, and have a good time together. Now let's let's go to the next level in this subject, and that is why are connections important in the church? 
you and I as spirit-filled Christians, solid members of churches, you know, I now I'm going to admit as a pastor, I thought this virtual church was pretty cool, especially when we couldn't get out and get anywhere because we were locked down. But I also noticed real quick how this is not healthy. This is not good. This is not scripture. Now, do we still have virtual church? Yeah. Yes, we do. Solid Rock uses it as an outreach. We've got people that are now coming to church in the building, physical in-person attenders that first checked us out on our virtual campus. So, yeah, we're using it as a benefit. But I'm also very clear with our people, our church family, that camera is not how you get church. You get church when you walk through this door. You need to be in person because the Bible speaks to that. So uh, we're built like a building. Okay, The Bible says in in Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 19 through 22, Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the uh, chief cornerstone. Sounds like a building to me. Verse 21, in whom the whole building, here we go, being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Now, for these, for those of you that are listening here today uh, that may not be kind of like in church for a long time, the Bible says that if you are baptized with the Holy Ghost, you are a temple of the Holy Ghost. It's not the brick and mortar that we go to for a midweek Bible study and a uh, service on Sunday, although that's important because we're going to get to that in a minute. However, you're the church. We are the church. We are built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into the holy temple uh, in the Lord. All right, now let's look at another scripture, Romans chapter 12, verses 3 and five, three through 5, that we are joined in a body. It says here, for I say through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one uh, a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we, being many, are one body in Christ and individual, uh, individually members of one another. We all have purpose. We've been talking about that in the last uh, couple of episodes about why purpose, pursuit of purpose. We all have a function in the church as the body of Christ. You may be a foot, carry the load. You may be a hand, go help somebody. You you may be uh, an eye, keep an eye on things. Watch out and pray. Now, here's about connections. We are also born into a family. John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. But as many as received him, to them 
he gave the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, but of the will of man, or excuse me, nor by the will of man, but of God. Now, as we close out our time together, fellowship. The Bible is extremely clear about fellowship. The early church, who we pattern ourselves after, who we should pattern ourselves after, because they are they are the model that we need to pattern ourselves because they reached all of Asia in the space of two years, and in no time they were they were having an average of 10,000 because everybody was receiving the Holy Ghost. They traveled and preached the gospel everywhere, but one of the things that you read when you read through the book of Acts, you will find that prayer and fasting and miracles, but also there was this thing called fellowship. They went from house to house. They ate together. They fellowshiped together. They went and prayed together. They traveled together. It was all about connections. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, if we're going to affect the nasty world that we live in, we need to learn how to join together. We need to have, learn how to be fitly framed as the body of Christ, as the church itself, and get out into that world. And that's not going to happen through a text message or a post on social media. It's going to happen through personal connections, you and I together praying together, fellowshipping together, uh, eating together, breaking bread together because we've got power the world needs to see. So why are connections so important? Are they really connected? Are we really connected? Are we? Is it really important for us? I would have to say an absolute, hands down, yes. So wherever you are in the world, and we're, in fact, we're in 500 and I think 80-something cities, 21 countries and territories that the True North podcast is reaching. So wherever you are listening to this podcast in the world, connect to somebody, especially somebody of like precious faith. Get a prayer partner. Get a great friend. Fellowship with the people in your church. And then go out and get the unchurched and fellowship with them and influence them to where you are right now. God bless you. I hope that you enjoyed today. Please visit our, our website at truenorthdfw.org. Join the True North Nation. Sign up for our email list. Uh, send us a note. Give us a, give us a shout. We love you and appreciate you. And again, thank you for all your support. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us at True North Podcast. You can find us on iHeartRadio or any other podcasting platform. If you want to have any questions, visit us at truenorthdfw.org. We'll catch y'all next week.